This is episode number 189 with Alex Sharfin. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going. The Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. and each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast. The DEA says over a small period of time, prescription amphetamines have gone up 40% in the United States. For people out there looking to perform at a high level, the norm has now become that we have to medicate ourselves, we have to do whatever it takes to get ahead or feel really good, and the long-term effects don't seem to be favorable for us. Before we dive into our show today, I want to give you a word from the sponsors, and I'm going to go through these very quickly so that we get right to the heart of the matter today. This show is brought to you today by the Human Charger, the LED earbud set that has bright white with blue-infused lights in it where a 12-minute session of this bright light in your ear canal gives your brain the same perception of looking at the sun. As I mentioned in our episode today, we're talking a lot about performance and what people are using to get ahead. Why not do it the natural way? Reset your circadian rhythms, use less caffeine, sleep better at night, and do it all while having the effects of looking at the sun without having to harm your eyes doing so. That's what the human charger, the sun in your pocket, provides you guys. Head to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger and at checkout, enter the code success101 to grab 20% off. And this is a device that I can't stop talking about. And what a device to have after listening to this episode today so that you can build energy the natural way. This episode is also brought to you by Ample, which is a cutting edge meal replacement shake that I have thoroughly enjoyed using over the last six months. Grab your 400 or 600 calorie nutrition in a bottle by heading to success101podcast.com forward slash ample, that's A-M-P-L-E, and at checkout, enter Success 101 to grab 15% off your order. It's non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free, no added sugars, no added flavors, and a ton of healthy ingredients from all over the world that the good people at Ample have put together. High performers everywhere are starting to get turned on to Ample, and you should as well. So go over to success101podcast.com forward slash Ample, and again, enter Success 101 and snag your 15% off this order. I think you're going to love it, or I wouldn't be talking about it on this show, and I think it's going to help you get to high performance levels, or I wouldn't be talking about it on this show. Now, let's dive into my awesome episode with my good friend, Alex Sharfin. Alex has coached billionaires for years and is on the leading edge of helping people reduce pressure and noise and build presence and awareness in their businesses and everyday lives. As you'll hear in our show today, Alex and I have both had experiences with performance enhancers such as Ritalin or Adderall and have worked with a ton of people who have used those substances and others to try to gain an edge. We're going to talk today about how we're destroying our natural ability to build dopamine, serotonin, and other chemical properties that our body needs in order to thrive, and we're manufacturing those feelings and destroying the processes that the brain uses to give us those naturally. And who knows what else we're doing to our bodies with the amount of controlled substance abuse that's going on out there today. 
I couldn't wait to get this podcast out to you guys as listeners because as high performers, I know there are plenty of you out there who are dealing with this firsthand, and I hope this message truly reaches you. So without any further delay, let's jump right into my conversation with Alex Sharfin. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 podcast. So fortunate to join you here today with my good friend, Alex Sharfin on the line. Hey buddy, what's going on? Jared, great to be here, man. How you doing? Man, I didn't know I was going to have you back this quick as a repeat guest, but I'm so glad that I've got you here today because of what we're tackling. And let's just dive straight into it. I know you and I share a lot of common connections, a lot of common beliefs and ideas and passions and all of that. Today is going to be a little bit of a different turn for our listeners as we're talking about something that is super personal to both of us that we both have firsthand experience ourselves and watching other people go through. My hope today is that we really peel back the layer here on the good, the bad, and the ugly of this deceiving world that people are chasing in the world of methamphetamines, stimulants in today's business world, whatever they're putting their kids on, mostly that's centered around ADHD for both adults and children. But there's this world that's going on today that you know so well, Alex, after working with high performers for quite some time. I mean, you've worked with some of the largest companies in the world. You've worked with people that have amassed tons of wealth. Why don't you introduce this topic that we're going to go through today of the world of stimulants, methamphetamines. I know we're going to dive into a whole host of things. But talk to us a little bit about what you've experienced and what you have observed with high performers looking to gain an edge. And I think that's going to set a good tone for what we're diving into here today. Yeah, you got it, Jared. I know you and I are both going to go into our personal stories. But I think if we look at this as just a a overview, the, the fact is, is that today, high producers, top performers, entrepreneurs, people who really want to knock it out of the park are looking for any edge. And I know you are, Jared. I am. You know, we both apply tactics and biohacking and strategies. I've got a half million dollar rehab center in my basement. I do everything I can to increase my presence, my awareness, the way that I approach the world to get as much as I can out of it. And I think most people like me do the same. And what happens, especially in today's world, is there's this whole new class of uh, performance enhancer known as prescription drugs or stimulants. And you know, when, when I say it's a new class, it's been around forever, but it's being presented in a totally different way. Let's be honest. Methamphetamine has been around since the early 1900s and people have abused it forever. Freud was a huge fan of cocaine. You know, the stimulants and the world of psychology have a very close relationship. But the challenge today is, is that Vyvanse and Ritalin and Adderall and all of these drugs that are like atoms away from street drugs are now being considered performance enhancers, and they are anything but. And I think that, you know, let, let's, let's get into, Jared, just, just how diabolical this all is, just how really damaging it is for entrepreneurs. And, and, you know, what kills me is that there's this huge population of people like you and I out there and parents with their kids who are either putting a pill in their mouth or giving their kid a pill every day, thinking they're doing the right thing, thinking they're helping themselves, thinking they're moving themselves forward without knowing just how much damage they're doing to themselves, their psychology, their physiology, the chemical mix of their body, and their ability to just be who they are. That's my personal story. As I had shared with you previously, my parents knew that I couldn't sit still. They knew I was hyperactive. They knew, I mean, (laughs) the story was I would walk out of buildings and just, I'd see the moon and start howling at the moon. You know, I had all this energy and my parents literally thought I had Tourette's or thought I had something. They took me to Arkansas Children's Hospital uh, when I was about six years old, went through a day's worth of testing, which really was them just watching me do stuff and talking to my parents. And at the end of that, we left with a Ritalin 
prescription. I didn't know why I was taking it. My parents were doing the best thing that they thought they should based on trained medical physicians at the time. I didn't know what it was doing. Many adults out there don't know what it's doing whenever they put their children on. My parents didn't. And it's just, it's amazing. Uh, Let me just read you a couple of statistics here, Alex. Over 50 million prescription stimulant drugs such as Adderall, Ritalin, and the like were dispensed in 2016 to treat symptoms mostly around attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, what we know of as ADHD. In that number for a second, 50 million. Holy crap. Yeah. So the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, says that that represents an almost 40% rise since 2007 of what was being administered then. So like you said, this stuff's been around for a long, long time. There's not many people your age, my age, that haven't heard about these and haven't known people that have been on them, ourselves included, but it's over a 40% rise in those prescriptions since 2007 and Adderall leads the way in that. It's ridiculous, Jared. When you look at, like, let's just, let's look at the, the, the facts behind this. The fact that we have 50 million prescriptions defense, dispense means 15% of the population of the United States. If we include infants and everyone living in the U.S. right now, Almost 16% of the population is on a prescription stimulant. It, it's, it, so what we're now saying in the United States is 16% of the population is so broken, they need a pill to exist every day. And that's only when it comes to stimulants. We're not talking about antidepressants and all the, the other pharmacological garbage that's out there. But when you just look at this one, Jared, like how is it that 15% of a population can be this broken? How does 15% of a population need a stimulant drug to get through the day? It doesn't make sense anymore. The Adderall, because it's not just the bad part we're going to talk about. There's, there's the good part, of seemingly good part, right, of what it does. Adderall helped me form sentences better. It helped me get out of the brain fog. It helped me really be on. I literally felt like I was a better person in society and to people around me every time that I was on it with very little information of what it was doing to me. And the way it happened to me is I started experiencing fatigue. I started experiencing thought processing issues, for lack of better words, someone in my office about five years ago or so said, hey, have you ever tried Adderall? I said, I've heard of it. I was on Ritalin when I was younger. They slipped me a pill and it totally changed my, it, like everything went from black and white to color in, in an instant. And it didn't matter at the time what I was doing myself. All I knew was I could wake up and I could race over and grab one of those and everything became crystal clear immediately. So that's why we're seeing these extremely high numbers for people because it gives them that fix. But I think what you help open up my eyes to is what it actually is. It's basically cocaine or crystal meth. And we'll go into some of those properties as well. But talk about your knowledge around what that is as far as crystal meth, the chemical components of it, what we're doing maybe to our brains during that time and how this could lead to long-term effects such as dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, any of those things that cognitive issues that are helping today could really be eroded in the future because of these things. Yeah, no question, Jared. So if we just look at some of the adverse effects of methamphetamine, because here's here, we have to call Adderall methamphetamine. If you get Adderall as a generic, it will say amphetamine or methamphetamine on the side of the bottle. And if you just, any one of you, anyone who's listening, go and do a search on Adderall versus Crystal, spelled C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, and you will pick up or you will pull up images that show you how crystal meth is one hydrogen atom away from Adderall. It's the exact same atomic structure. It's the exact same molecule. The drug manufacturers hooked on a little hydrogen atom in order to make a time release for what is crystal meth. Now they call it Adderall. And so what we're doing is we're taking a drug that in any other situation is a controlled substance. 
In fact, the reason the FDA keeps such a close watch on Adderall numbers is that doctors who prescribe a lot of Adderall are under FDA watch because it is a known factor that this is a addictive stimulant that you can get permanently hooked on. And Jared, you know, you, you weren't the first entrepreneur that I've ever, a friend of mine that, that has said, hey, I'm on Adderall because I was on it too. You know, years ago, um, I joined a mentoring program with a really well-known coach. And when I go all in, I go all in. I'm a lot like you, Jared. And in one of the classes, he was talking about how he had been on Adderall for a couple of years and how much it had helped him and how much it had done for him. And so I came back and I went to my doctor and I said, hey, I, I heard this speaker. This is what he said. Should I try this? And he gave me this iPad and he said, here, take this test. It took me literally six minutes to take the test. He looked at it. He goes, yep, you've got ADHD. I'm going to write you a prescription for 20 milligrams. It was less than 10 minutes. I had a prescription for crystal meth. I mean, Adderall. <laughs> I'm walking out of his office and I started taking it. And it was probably like five months in. And Jared, it was a lot like you for me. Like I took it and I thought, you know what? I'm thinking clear, more clearly and I can get more done. And I, I, I feel like I'm more productive. And then what happened was there was a day that I didn't have it. And I remember Katie and I were on vacation and we got up in the morning and I looked around and I realized I didn't have my Adderall with me. And my first thought was like, oh God, somebody needs to FedEx it to me. I need it. And this, this like warning light in my head went crazy because I'll, I'll be very candid with everybody. I've used experimental drugs before. When I was in my 20s, I grew up in, or actually in my teens and 20s, I grew up in Southern California. You know, I, I recreationally used cocaine and marijuana and um, you know, I was around stimulants. I, 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 you know, I've, I've been on stuff before and that feeling of, oh God, I need more. The only time I had felt it to that intensity in my life was when I was much younger and I had used cocaine and it runs out and you're like, Hey, where's that? Where, how can we get more? And it triggered something in me that like, if this drug is making me feel like I'm on cocaine, there's more to it than what it is. That's when I started really diving into the research. And what you find blows you away. Check this out. These are the withdrawal symptoms of Adderall. I don't know if you experienced any of these, Jared, but I did. Fatigue or sleeping too much, headache, rebound hunger, where you get really overweight because the appetite, appetite suppression goes away. Depression, suicidal ideation, inability to experience pleasure. It's called anhedonia. Anxiety, panic, temporary worsening of ADHD, insomnia, which means you can't sleep, craving for Adderall or other psychostimulants, and slowed cognitive tempo. So you go on Adderall to fix all these things. When you come off Adderall, it actually gets worse. Nobody tells you that going in. Absolutely. My biggest thing was uh, fatigue and brain fog. I just, it's almost like you took the machine that was running and you put it in super slow drive where it was just eroding away. What do you think? You think, well, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep moving. I, I can't slow down. I'm trying to build this project. I'm trying to build this office. I'm trying to run. I'm trying to coach. I'm trying to do all these things. So eh, I'll go pop another one. And within minutes, you're fine. Yeah, no, I remember back when we were in college, like you'd feel really run down. You'd feel like you were done. Then you do a line of cocaine and everything was fine again. There is no difference between the feeling of getting that Adderall hit and getting a cocaine hit. It gives you that euphoric feeling. It, and I know I'm not trying to sell it to anybody because here, here, I, I read to you the withdrawal symptoms, but here's what no doctor sits down and talks to their clients about because Adderall is being given to cure ADHD symptoms, but check out the side effects, nervousness, restlessness, excitability, irritability, agitation, dizziness, headache, fear, anxiety, agitation, tremors, 
weakness, blurred vision, sleep problems, dry mouth, diarrhea, constipation, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, fever, hair loss, loss of appetite, weight loss, loss of interest in sex, impotence. Nobody tells you you might go impotent from taking Adderall. Difficulty having an orgasm. Nobody talks about that either. Increased blood pressure, increased heart rate and heart palpitations. I don't know, Jared, that sounds like ADHD symptoms to me. Yeah, and I truly think that a lot of people, myself included, I'll be transparent here, I think a lot of people hear that. They hear you rattle those things off. They're like, ah, that's no different than the common cold prescription you hear about online where if you really dug into the side effects that they mention in that narrator's voice in the background, nobody would take any of that stuff, but we just blur over it, right? Because why? We want to get to the fix. We want to get to the solution. I know for me personally, I didn't experience any of that stuff. None of the sexual stuff, None of the appetite loss, none of that. It was all on the plus side for me, as far as I could tell emotionally. Now, I could have been and likely was eroding a lot within my body that I couldn't see and the long-term effects would be bad. But I think there's probably some people that have taken Adderall that you and I both know that said, man, I felt awful whenever I was on it. I had to get off of it. And they'd probably jump onto something else, right? For people like me, the hard part with getting off of it is I didn't see any downside. You know, it was almost one of those things before you and I had talked about it and I really started digging into it where I was like, I don't want to give this up. Even if I find some things bad about it, it helps me so much. So I really want to empathize with the listener out there who says, I've tried everything. I finally got on Adderall. I'm not having any bad side effects. I can't think about getting off of this and going back to the person that I used to be. What do I do? Yeah, you know, Jared, I think, I think, for, for everyone who feels that way, like I'll be very candid too. When I first started taking Adderall, I thought it was like a wonder drug. You know, you get up in the morning, even if you didn't sleep that great last night, you take the pill, you feel productive within minutes. But I'm fanatic. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with success. I'm obsessed with tracking. Like Jared, you've been in my program. You know how much like copious tracking I do, how, how clearly we lay out our goals, our objectives, everything we do. And I can go back to the period of time that I was on Adderall and I can see how fake my momentum was because I felt like I was getting a lot done and I was achieving a lot tactically during the day. But when I look at like strategy, did I create anything big during that time? Did I have any huge outcomes? Did I make anything really important happen that I still have around today? The answer is no, because you, you, I, for me, and this isn't for everybody, but for me, I can realize now in retrospect that what I was doing was really just doing a lot of stuff because I felt like I needed to be busy all the time. I was on a stimulant. When you look at people who are on crystal meth, they are really good at doing the same thing over and over and over again, but sometimes it gets abusive. So they'll, they'll like sit in the corner and scratch themselves until they bleed. They'll have sex until they hurt themselves. They'll watch TV with, you know, nonstop. They'll rock back and forth in a chair. Well, those are extreme because they're abusing high quantities of a street drug. But when I look at people on Adderall, I see those same qualities, only just not to the same extreme. And when I look at when I was on Adderall, I now know I had that. So I totally empathize with the person who's sitting there thinking like, guys, shut up. Adderall is like changing my life. But I think when you take a step back and you really ask yourself, how is it changing your life? That's where we really need to dig in because... For me, Jared, the most important thing being an entrepreneur and growing a business and creating new outcomes in the world is how present can I be? How aware am I? And I know there is no comparison between my presence and awareness off of Adderall after the withdrawal symptoms went away than it was when I was on Adderall. I thought I was present and aware. I was faking myself into it. Adderall actually increases the level of serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. The problem is those are all the messengers in the brain's reward and motivation pathway, pathways. So when you put that in your mouth, 
your brain is saying like, reward, reward, you did the right thing. This is great. This is awesome. Here's the problem. The, the brain senses that there are enough of these neurotransmitters presence due to the fact that Adderall is there and it stops producing them. It's, it changes some of the brain's neutral reward circuitry. So after you've taken Adderall, the more ingrained the changes become. So the more you take it, the more this rewiring of the brain happens. And that's where it's really scary, Jared, because you and I can get serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine naturally. We get up, we do the right things, we hydrate, we eat the right things, you work out. You know, you can create these, this chemical effect in your body. But when you take Adderall for long enough, you form a tolerance and the body stops producing these things. That's where things get scary. That's the permanent effect on the brain. People don't have long-term data on this to know how they're affecting the brain. That's really what if, that's really what scared me the most when you and I and then other people that I started seeking research from really started shining that light on saying, look, we don't know what this is doing to your brain, but we do know that it's not helping it operate in the functional state that it should be over time. This is really going to start affecting you because of the how hard and heavy it hits your central nervous system and hits your brain. And I've had many people tell me since I started doing my own research in some form or fashion, their doctors have shared with them, hey, Adderall is forever. You, you, don't, you don't just get on it and it fixes something and then you can just get off of it and feel the same. If you want that high and you want that kick, you have to stay on it. But what is it doing over time? How is it eroding you? I've had people tell me that they forgot what it felt like to be normal because they were on it for so long. They had no idea what that normal state felt like of waking up each day and not having to go pop a pill. I think that was the road I was heading down because of the great benefits it was allowing me to have and how social I was, how smart seemingly I was on it. But I think long-term, I would have had a ton of effects uh, in, in the wrong way. Well, and I think, Jared, you know, we can talk about the psychological effects. We should talk about the physical effects too. You know, a lot of people who take Adderall are healthy and they want to be healthy and they, they don't realize what they're taking. It's now been discovered that the heart, it's not now been discovered, but it's, it's been known forever that stimulants used over time, prolonged stimulant use, and especially stimulant abuse, weaken the heart muscles. They change the brain. They create mood and behavioral changes um, that, that, are, that can be permanent. And even when you re remove, like if you take Adderall for long enough and you, you use it normally or you abuse it, because there's a lot of people who are using it normally that have a very low tolerance and they're going to get a lot of these same side effects. That's why they're called side effects. And the challenge is, you can't just stop taking it. Once it's out of your system, there is a prolonged period where you, have, you, you are recovering from taking it. It's, it's when, if, if anybody understood all of the warnings going in, like if your doctor had to sit down and have a real discussion with you about Adderall, I think prescriptions would drop in half. If they even know the danger behind it, because many of them, that's don't. one of the big things to bring up, Jared. I can't, you know, I have a lot of physician clients we, you know, I, I work with people on optimizing. We have a course called Momentum Masterclass. About 10, 15% of the people in there are physicians because the, the four pillars of, of optimization are breathing, hydration, nutrition, and movement. They don't teach any of those in medical school. You get less than an hour on all four of those. No nutrition, no breathing, no movement, no hydration. And doctors come to me to figure it out. Well, I've shared with them the picture of Adderall versus crystal meth, and they think it's a, a joke. They think like somebody made it up. And then they come back to me a week later and they're like, I talked to a friend of mine who's a scientist. You're not going to believe this. That atom is exactly what it is. It's real. And I'm like, yeah, I know. As Alex mentioned, guys, that research that I did basically showed me that the brain is sensing that there's not enough neurotransmitters present. All the ones that he just mentioned, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, due to that influence of, of Adderall. And so your brain over time 
stops producing them. For some people, it may be faster than others, but it stops producing them. And that changes that brain, your brain's natural reward circuitry. For high performers like us, that's what we're going for every day is that reward system of being fulfilled, doing a great job, gaining an edge, all the things we mentioned at the first of the show. And the more of that, those ingrained changes that happen in your brain, that's where a tolerance starts coming in. Again, faster for some people than others. But the most noticeable side effect for most people, whenever they get off of it, is that natural production of dopamine being reduced in its moodiness, feeling, having a hard time feeling any pleasure sometimes for some people at all, any pleasure without the drug in place. And the longer you're on it, the worse or harder time your body's going to have to prepare repair itself to the natural state. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, Jared, because the longer you take it, the more the body says, hey, we don't need to produce these, these pleasure-centered drugs. We don't need to trigger these anymore because there's such an abundance of them floating around in the system. Well, then you get off of it and the body doesn't know how to go back to that natural process. And it takes a long time to get there. So for people like us who live for achievement, who live for accomplishment, who live to do things, when you get off of Adderall, your body, your brain and your body don't react to achievement in the same way that we used to. We don't get that hit of achievement because it takes so much, so long for the, the brain to recover from this. And for anyone who's like, is he serious that Adderall and methamphetamine are one atom apart? Do a search on oxycodone versus heroin and you'll see exactly how the entire medical industry works because it's the same thing. Morphine, oxycodone and heroin, the street drug, are barely different molecules. I mean, they are so close to being identical. In the case of those drugs, there's two or three atoms changed on the molecule, but atomic structure is the same. The way that they're formed is the same. The chemical composition is nearly identical. So the the pharmaceutical industry knows how to get someone hooked on a drug. They find a very powerful street drug like heroin, and then they modify it to a pill called oxycodone. Same thing with Adderall. They find a powerful street drug called amphetamine and they modify it to a prescription called Adderall. This has been going on forever. We just don't know it. Let's talk through, Alex, you had started alluding to it there, the physical side effects. I know for most people, the most common side effects are going to be things like raising your body temperature, your heart rate, your blood pressure. You mentioned a few minutes ago that your heart muscle may be weakened with prolonged stimulant abuse. And this is not just Adderall, guys. I know we're mentioning Adderall a lot because of how much it's abused. But there are a lot of stimulants that people are on, illegal and legal out there, as we've talked about, that are going to do some of these things to your body and your heart. But changes in the brain, as we talked about, changes in cardiovascular problems, uh, strokes, seizures, heart attack, long-term dementia, Alzheimer's could be present. What have you seen in your research that might be the same or different that can back up some of that, that people who are either on Adderall that are wanting to get off or they haven't tried it yet can gain a better awareness of what they're really doing to themselves physically. So Jared, I think here's the issue that I want everyone who's on Adderall to think about. You may not be feeling a side effect, but you still may be taking on damage and have side effects being created. And here's, here's the issue is that there's this tolerance level that all of us run into. And above that tolerance level, we're going to show side effects. But until you hit that level of toxicity in your body of a drug, You don't show the side effects, you don't feel the side effects, but that doesn't mean they're not there. So let me give you an idea, like circulatory and respiratory systems. Stimulants make your blood vessels constrict. They raise your blood pressure. They make your heart beat faster. They can cause interference with blood circulation. Your toes and fingers can become numb or start to hurt. You you might not even know that this is a side effect of a stimulant. The side effects of, of Adderall include heart attack, stroke, chest pain, shortness of breath, difficulty breathing. So when we look at these, you, you know, you may start, might start out saying, gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. 
But then if you don't know what the side effects are, you don't even know they could be causing these issues. Adderall also increases the amount of glucose released into your system. Most people don't know this. So if you're diabetic or pre-diabetic, you're having excess glucose released into the system, you should run from this. I haven't talked to a single physician that sees Adderall as counter-effective to diabetes. They will often have prescribed the both, the, both of them. And Adderall can, can create stomach pain, constipation, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Here's one of the biggest issues. A lot of people on Adderall don't know that the symptoms they are experiencing are from the pill they're taking in the morning because nobody ever told them about it. You can even get hives, rashes. So if you're taking this drug and you have had any of these symptoms, you've got to start asking yourself, is this where they're coming from? So Jared, you know, I think that the, like I said, the biggest issue is if somebody doesn't understand what the side effects are, then they don't know when they're there. And, you know, I think even when you and I talked and I said, Jared, like, did your doctor tell you that this, all these side effects, did you see, you know, let, let me show you this atom, let me show you this molecule, and then look at the long-term side effects. It stops you in your tracks because you don't realize just how bad this really is. And that's like, as soon as you figure out how damaging this can be and what you're doing to your body, you end up looking for alternatives. I'll share a quick story, Jared. So um, one of my friends who, who actually works with us on and off, who's amazing is um, she's a camera person. She's an editor. She's I've known her for years now. And she was at my house a few weeks ago and um, we were doing some video recording. And I noticed that she was like, her leg was bouncing. She was a little more like, I guess, a little more stimulated than she normally would be. And I asked her about it and she told me she was on, she had taken modafinil. And I asked her like, why are you taking modafinil? And, and Jared, it, you know, the reason was like performance. She's like, oh, a lot of people are taking it. And I said, hey, why don't you swing around here and let me show you some of the side effects of what you're on. And I pulled it up and showed her. And then I showed her how modafinil is literally a stimulant, just like cocaine. We started going through it and she looked at me and she's like, I don't want to be addicted to something. I would have never taken it if I knew that that's what was going on, that it was addictive. Because so many people talk about it like, Oh yeah, you take it and it's like it's it's you know like popping a vitamin C and we both know it isn't. Here's here's the 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 medical argument that is made in the world today. Do the risks outweigh the reward? And in order for risks to outweigh the reward, we have to make the risks horrible. We have to make the risks huge. So so here's what drug companies do. They go to the FDA and they say kids are suffering in class. They can't sit still. They're they're disruptive. Adults can't focus and they don't know what to do and they're they're walking zombies because they have this thing called ADHD and they can't focus. And so they make the drug look like a better alternative to the day-to-day. -day. But the fact is, we're taking someone who when you have ADHD in most cases, you know, Jared, yours was extreme. You you really got to a place where you were experiencing a lot of brain fog and a lot of other things. When I went into the doctor, I was like, hey, I think I might need something for ADHD because somebody else told me, here, take this test and here you go. There was no warnings. There was no, hey, you know, you, you should be careful with this stuff. He told me, like, don't take more than you need to. But if you ever have a rough day, you can take two. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> you just said, you just said, take one a day. Then you said, don't take more than I told you. But then you said I could. Like, what's really going on here? And when you when you look at it, you know, the fact is, we're being given this medication to correct like a quote unquote disease. The fact is, there's so many other ways to approach it. There's so many other ways to gain presence and awareness and get your life in order. And in a lot of cases, what we're doing is we're taking Adderall to mask an environmental effect that is challenging our ability to create momentum. And, you know, my sincere belief is that ADHD and a lot of other labels have become code words for this kid needs medication to sit through class. 
And the fact is, is that more and more of us, more and more people just like you and I, Jared, are getting hooked on this stuff as kids, a lot like you were with Ritalin. And I think, you know, when we look at that and we think about what we're really doing here, we're giving one atom away from a street drug to little children. We're giving one atom away from, to, from a street drug to entrepreneurs who want to create success. So tell me, why couldn't we just go out, buy crystal meth and use it in a smaller amount and be fine? Because it's the exact same thing. Like I've seen clients and the people around me get much better results when they're off the stimulants. In fact, um, I've helped dozens of people get off of a number of different prescription drugs because when we look at stimulants or antidepressants or mood stabilizers or, you know, things like um, the, the, the short-term, short-acting drugs like a, a Xanax or any of those things, they have a huge effect on our ability to create natural momentum. They have a huge effect on our ability for the brain to create the natural chemical combinations that we have that make us feel like who we are. And so I've seen people not get off of Adderall and do okay. I've seen people get off of Adderall and once they're past the withdrawal symptoms, they do phenomenally well. It's like they're released from something. In fact, I kind of feel like that with you. You know, even though it felt like it was really helping you once you got off, the, the levels of presence and awareness go up. The Adderall, though it makes you feel stimulated, it also, toward the end of the day, makes you feel very irritated and, and edgy. And when you get off of it, and after you get through kind of the recovery phase, you realize that you can be present and aware all day long without that. You know, it, it's kind of hard to describe if you haven't been through it yourself. For me, it was like... um after a couple of weeks getting off Adderall and, and I went crazy, like I didn't just get off Adderall. I got off Adderall. I started going to, I started jumping in the, the sauna. I did dry sauna and wet sauna every day. I did everything I could to detox. I upped my water intake. I already drink a tremendous amount of water. But when I got off of it, it was like I, I came back to life. I started like finding the simple pleasures again and noticing things and like understanding more of what was going on around me. And I realized when I was on Adderall, how much I was racing by and not really understanding or seeing. You can't become a transformational leader unless it's something that's really important to you. And if what you're doing is creating such a high level of chaos in your life that you have to take a stimulant to get through the day, you have to ask yourself, is that something you're willing to commit to for the rest of your life? Like you said, it's going to be a drug you take for the rest of your life. And like any stimulant, like any prescription drug, like any narcotic, Adderall, Vyvanse, Modafinil, Ritalin, any of the big stims have a diminishing return. So as you take it over time, the Adderall can't give you the same levels of dopamine, norepinephrine. They can't give you that same feeling of euphoria. That can't give, they can't give you that same feeling of getting everything done and being on. And so whenever somebody tells me that, I ask them, how long do you think it's going to last? And they don't, you know, a lot of people, again, don't realize that there's this diminishing return that eventually you're going to have to start taking more. And if, if your life is so stressful that a prescription is necessary in order to get through it, I would suggest you look at your life, not the prescription. Because I work with high producers. And when I say high producers, you know, I, I, I talk about, like I work with producers who are at the cutting edge of high producers. I'm working with an organization right now that has grown their business from 2 million to 13 or $15 million in six months, Jared. I work with, um, there's a number of people I work with that have 10 figure businesses or 10 figure wealth. You know, I've, I've consulted directly with billionaires who are at the cutting edge. And what I can tell you about people who operate at that level is that they do everything they possibly can 
to increase their awareness levels, to increase their presence levels, to increase their ability to be in the room and see the opportunity. And if you want to get to that point, if you want to get to that level, it's not about how much can you do and how fast can you do it? That's the hustle mentality that'll kill anybody. It's about how present can you be? How aware can you be? What unique connections can you see? And can you do it in a better way? And when we approach our lives that way, when we approach our our output that way, everything changes. Let's first talk about some of the practices and some of what we can do to actually like create momentum without having to pop a pill. Because what is a stimulant doing? A stimulant is, is increasing the reward centers of the brain. It is triggering the chemicals in the brain that tell you you've done something good. So Adderall releases the same types of chemicals that we have when we have an achievement, when we do something right, when we, when we, um, you know, when we're with someone we love, when we're with someone around someone we care about, like that's what Adderall is mimicking in the brain. And the, the reward center is literally you get rewarded in your brain for doing something well. So if you sit down or if you go and you, you work out, you're going to have a different chemical effect after you work out than pre- previous to working out because you just got rewarded for working out. That's how the body works. So if you want to get off of Adderall or if you want to, if you're not on Adderall, but you're saying, man, a lot of the things that people talk about make me think that I want it. Here's some of the things that you can do. Hydrate. Like you'd be shocked. And I have people tell me all the time, you know, you, you said to hydrate, I thought it was so simple. I almost laughed at you when you said it. But when you really get hydrated, when you start habitually hydrating on a daily basis, it's shocking how much more present you are how much more aware you are and how many symptoms of whatever you're going through go away. In fact, Jared, I, I, you know, I have a, a big course called Momentum. Oh, you're in Momentum Masterclass. And a lot of the people in that course are taking, we're taking prescriptions, things like anti-inflammatories or, um, you know, painkillers. Or, you know, when, you, when I talk to someone who's an, on anti-inflammatories, we get them hydrating. And oftentimes just hydrating will make the pain go away. And so start looking at how your human organism is being maintained. You know, right now what you're doing with Adderall is you're taking a beat up old junker of a car, hooking a nitrous booster on it and running it as fast as you possibly can in most cases. And instead, why don't we take that car and start treating it right? Give it the right fuel, hydrate, eat the right foods, get up in the morning, go on a walk, move around with your body, stay off electronics for the first hour of the day, connect with the people you care about, and you'll start seeing an entire sea change in your life. Because a lot of what we're doing with antidepressants, with stimulants, with mood stabilizers, with all of these drugs that are being thrown at is we are counteracting the environmental effects that we're putting ourselves through. And if we can change the environment and improve the environment, here's what happens. We perform at a higher level. We get a much higher level of results. We feel better about it. And, you know, one of the, so, so here's, here's the process that I've used for years to help people get off of these types of drugs, or at least to gain awareness of it. So if you're on Adderall today, go to getthirstynow.com, getthirstynow.com and do our 10 day natural thirst challenge. I know you took it, Jared. I did. It was awesome. It's a game changer. And, and here's what's happened. I can't, it, it's hard for, I've lost count of how many people have gone through that challenge and then let me know, Hey, I was on this stimulant. I was on this antidepressant. I was on a drug and I started doing the 10 day natural thirst challenge. And I'm realizing how it makes me feel because what happens is if you reconnect mind and body by hydrating, if you reconnect mind and body by breathing, by moving in the right ways, by you know walking in the mornings, what starts happening is your awareness levels of what's going on with you go up. When you hydrate, you start noticing more, feeling more, understanding more. Didn't that happen to you, Jared? Oh, absolutely. It, it was super, 
clear. I mean, the, the difference is it's hard to explain even on a podcast. It's funny. I have people tell me all the time, I can't really explain how awesome being hydrated is. It just <laughs> makes everything better. They're like, and, and if I told you everything that I really feel, you wouldn't believe me that it was just water. But, but that's, that's how crazy it is. You know, these days when somebody gets a headache or a muscle pain or anything like that, they go run to the medicine cabinet and take either an NSAID or a uh, anti-inflammatory or a painkiller of some kind. And the fact is, is about 80% of headaches can be cured with 16 ounces of water. I, I'd encourage you all to go do it. And Alex's moment of masterclass that he's mentioned a couple of times here that I had the privilege to be a part of recently, where I got the awareness of this, everything that we're talking about, reducing pressure and noise, building awareness and presence, the Adderall, the nutrition. I mean, there's so much. I can't, I, I can't even remember everything that's there, but calculations, data, everything to help you upgrade to peak performance, which is really something that gets thrown around a lot out there today. Alex really knows how to structure it for people that are wanting to take it to the next level. And it doesn't involve artificial stimulants. It's a lot of your own natural ability, which may sound crazy if you've been in that world for a long time of needing a kick every day, but I'd, I'd highly encourage it. I can't speak high enough about it. Thanks, Jared. You know, here's, here's my, my belief is that you and I are evolutionary hunters. We are top producers. We are entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution. And we are different than the rest of the world. We are fundamentally different than most people out there. And I think most of your listeners are the same way. We are that small percentage of the population that gets up every day and says, let's go do something better. Let's go make something new. Let's go create something, change something. And the fact is the rest of the world gets up every day and says, I hope it all stays the same. We are so fundamentally different that we have to take care of ourselves at a different level so that we can create the momentum we want to. And when you take a stimulant, it's the same type of artificial momentum like alcohol. You know, I used to, to, to drink a lot. I haven't had a drink in 14 years, but I used to believe that in order for me to be social, in order for me to have fun, in order for me to go out at night, I had to have a few drinks. And a few drinks was always like 10. And, you know, it, it and, and when I say that, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Like we used to go out and we would drink. And when I quit drinking, I realized just how insanely fake the momentum of alcohol was because I used to think it was helping me. Then I went out a few times without drinking and I was around other people who were drinking. And I was like, this is what I was doing. <laughs> like, is, is this the level of momentum I was creating? You know, I replaced Adderall with meditation and breathing and hydration and nutrition. And today... I get up every day aware, ready to take on the world, full of energy, and I feel like I'm optimized. I don't think there's any way to do that. When you're allowing a chemical drug to artificially manipulate the, the balance of your own body's chemical composition. Absolutely, and we've talked a lot about what you're doing in the present state, and it goes without saying, as we've alluded to a couple of times, there's a lot that we don't know that we're doing to our future that has yet to be determined. Where can more people find out about you so that they can get knowledge and insight into what you're doing and your programs? Jared, I think the best place to go is to MomentumPodcast.com, MomentumPodcast.com. You, you know, I, I have a podcast similar to Jared. It's first person. I don't do interviews. It's about 10 to 15 minutes at a time. And it's all about optimization, building a team, creating momentum as an entrepreneur, and really making your greatest contribution while you're here on this planet. And um, I appreciate you letting me tell everyone, Jared. I love Success 101. I'm an avid listener. I feel like our first recording was the podcast recording that created a lifelong friendship, man. <laughs> it was great. It was great. And I can't speak enough about your podcast. It's just, it's so different than what's out there. I think I've heard every episode, maybe I'm, maybe I'm behind by like two episodes now, 
but I think I've heard every episode and I'm pretty picky when it comes to what I'm consistently listening to because there's so much out there. So you guys need to tune in and uh, we wish you ultimate success. And I know you're just going to keep crushing it out there, but thanks so much for your time and helping so many here today. Jared, thank you. And, and thanks for doing this. You know, I think this is one of those topics that is not like a topic that most people would think of doing. And I think it's a topic that's fraught with risk because we're going against the grain here and talking about a different alternative way to see these types of, of quote unquote performance enhancers. And I think that the more of a discussion we get around this, the more awareness there is around this, the more people know what's really going on, the more we'll change this because, you know, Jared, you just said, we don't really know the long-term side effects of these drugs. Well, we don't really know the long-term side effects of having 15 to 20% of adolescent boys on some type of a stimulant. We have an entire generation of Americans that are gonna grow up being overclocked, overrun, and overrevved. And I think that you're doing a huge service to every person who's listening to this. And, and I think, you know, you and I both believe, just as importantly, to every parent who's listening. If you'd like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is to shoot an email to my team at info at success101podcast.com, or you can catch me in the world of social media on the Success 101 Podcast Facebook community page or on Instagram under the name at Success 101 Podcast. I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Until then. Music